0: Welcome to the SA4FA's Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is how to stay invested and even add to your investments while panic takes ever firmer root among investors. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, this word on behalf of our sponsor, Invesco. The gap between U.S. equity fund flows and safe investments like bonds and cash during the past 12 months is the widest since the global financial crisis, and the 2019 market is on track to record the second-largest net outflows from equities in the past 15 years, so says Goldman Sachs's current U.S. weekly kickstart report, as reported by Investopedia. Along similar lines, State Street Global Advisors reports that U.S. bond ETFs just hit a record yearly flow total, reaching over $128 billion, a billion dollars beyond the previous 2017 record and with two months remaining in the year. Clearly, investors are saying they expect recession and market reversal, and the reasons why they might think so seem fairly obvious. According to data from the Peterson Institute for International Economics, global growth is slowing, US growth is slowing, Euro area growth is slowing, UK growth is slowing, China growth is slowing, and India growth is slowing. There appear to be no pockets of growth among major economic centers, and of course the headlines are rife with tensions and trends with disruptive potential to the downside like the US-China trade war, Brexit, a U.S. impeachment inquiry, and presidential elections. In short, money is fleeing to safety, economic growth is fizzling out, and political tensions are always just a spark away from igniting. There's only one problem with this bleak picture, and that is the U.S. stock market reaching ever-new highs. Now, some would say that this is what happens before a big market crash, and I intend to post an interview with a famous market bear later this week to give this view a fair hearing. I too am concerned about the economic slowdown and market valuations that seem high, but I am also allergic to market forecasting, averse to market timing, and committed to a very long-term approach. So it got me thinking, isn't there some way other than selling everything in panic and trying to time your re-entry into the market? Well, long-time listeners know I always call for simultaneous risk-on and risk-off portfolio positioning, and I think that applies at this market juncture as well. My ideal tripod consists of an equal-weighted portfolio of cash, stocks, and real estate. During giddy times when markets are soaring and investors optimistic, this approach seems overly cautious, and in our current environment, my call for remaining invested may also seem overly cautious. In either part of the cycle, it's the same approach, cautiously optimistic, or nowadays, cautiously pessimistic. But investors gaining from the market's surprising new highs are apt to appreciate advisors taking the precaution of keeping their clients invested. And for those with the guts to stay invested at a time like this, there arises an even greater challenge, and that is making new investments. How does one go about that? when, as stated, the U.S. and global economies are seemingly in decline. Mm. I think the answer to that is to buy value stocks. There's always some pocket of value in the market, and even after this historic bull market, there's a lot of untouched inventory in the bargain basement. A new article by Seeking Alpha contributor Mario Glogovic notes that the valuation spread between value and growth stocks is at a multi-decade extreme. He compiled a list of the 30 most hated S&P 500 stocks on the basis of four valuation metrics. He also notes that this group's average dividend yield of 3.4% compared to 1.9% for the S&P 500 as a whole could be a trigger to investors to close the gap in valuation between growth and value. While in general I think value is a good approach, I believe that it takes more than just comparing P.E. ratios and the like to do this right. Glogovic's 30 stocks are a veritable hall of shame of losing businesses and dying industries. Some see retailer Macy's, for example, as deep value, others as deep trouble. But a basket containing all of these stocks could fare well as the ruthless efficiency of capitalism will see to the profitable redeployment of assets through mergers, new management, new products and services, and the like. Better still, it is during times like these that partnering with an experienced value manager with a good long-term track record can really pay off. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinreich, and our podcast was sponsored by Invesco.